Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to this week's episode of The Light Within. Today, I wanted to share some life updates. You've seen the title, so you know what's coming, and also talk about what's been going on with me for the last couple of months. Now, I actually planned to air this in early September, kind of like, you know, when you come back from summer break and you share with all your school friends all the cool shit you did. Well, I had planned to do it then, but life happened, and so here we are, mid-October, with me finally sharing what's been going on. So let's first of all back it up almost a year ago to November of last year. I had started experiencing what I now know was burnout. It looked like a lack of motivation, a lot of crying, really fatigued, and just no real joy or passion. Now at this time I was working full-time as a news anchor, also trying to build my menstrual cycle coaching business. I was actually finishing up my coursework at that point and helping my husband with his food truck business. So it was a lot. Now, throughout the entire pandemic, starting in March 2020, I was actually the essential news anchor at my TV station. So while my co-anchor got to work from home, I worked at the station doing my job and many other jobs because no one was there. And this went on for 11 months. When I asked to rotate and work from home because the first week I was told I could do that and then it never happened, I was told time and time again, like so many overachieving women, you're just too valuable. We can't rely on your co-anchor like we can rely on you, so we need you here. And because I didn't have good boundaries, well, I just let that shit fly. So I fully believe that those 11 months just really started you know, building and building and building and building when it came to the stress and the burnout. So fast forward to late last year and the burnout was growing. And then finally in early 2022 in January, I started researching ways to take my family medical leave to focus on rest. Now, FMLA is often used by people who have babies. And honestly, it's like way easier to use that shit if you're pregnant. I had to get a whole team of doctors and therapists to like sign off on this and still fight with the insurance company, um, MetLife, to get it approved. But I decided, okay, I'll take eight weeks off in August because I want my co-anchor to have a good summer break and I don't want to ruffle too many feathers. Like this was still me being in the wounded part of myself that I was just trying to people please, right? Well, the universe decided, no, babe, you've got to leave now. So in June, we had this horrible school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. It was just a few hours from where we lived, and I believe it was 19 elementary school children were murdered, as well as their two teachers. It was horrible, horrible. And I was solo anchoring at the time, and I found myself so upset that I was crying in the middle of the 10 p.m. news, and for the very first time in almost 15 years, I could not pull it together. A week later, we had a devastating family emergency, and I started having full-on panic attacks. And so my therapist and psychiatrist said I needed the break, that I had PTSD, anxiety, and probably low-grade depression, and so I went ahead and took my mental health leave early. 
for a few weeks, I was really still in fight or flight. Like I was terrified that the short-term disability wouldn't get approved. It was a way for me to be getting paid during this time. And I would have these nightmares of like getting called suddenly back into work and have no idea how to do my job anymore. Then in July, while we were visiting my family out of state, I think it was like three or four weeks after this, our dog Thor died super suddenly. Like it was awful. And now all the stress and the depression and the anxiety that I had already been living with now had a new roommate, grief. So we dealt with that for a while, trying our best to figure out how to go on. And then to make matters worse, six weeks later, our youngest dog, Cece, died. So two of my three dogs died within six weeks of each other. And I was like, are you kidding me? To the universe. Now, I probably said it way more aggressively than that, but you get what I'm saying, right? So... In the weeks that followed, I just watched the clock tick by, counting down the days till I was supposed to return to my highly stressful job. This is also when I started to discover what was really important to me and what wasn't. I started to realize that it was no longer important to me to be a news anchor, to be a public figure reading the news for thousands every night. To have to be engrossed in the news industry with its constant deadlines, its toxic lack of boundaries, and the nonstop competition. So in late September, after my job actually decided not to renew my upcoming contract for reasons that I still don't really understand or know or honestly give a fuck about, I decided to walk away. I resigned. Some say I'll quit. And in fact, I also will say that I quit doing what no longer served me, like what no longer aligned and what was actually hurting me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So yes, I quit doing that. Now I wake up without an alarm, or I guess I should say I do have an alarm. It's my oldest dog, Gunner, who's a 10-year-old Great Dane. He is now my alarm because he just doesn't want to sleep in his own bed anymore. He wants to sleep with us, and if we don't let him in at night, he'll come bang on the door at 6 a.m., And I know he must be so confused as to where his younger siblings are, why he hasn't gone with them yet. And I keep telling him, baby, just do not go to the Rainbow Bridge yet. Like, mama can't take it. But for the most part, I wake up, I do what makes me happy, and I say no to the things that don't. I do not read the news anymore. In fact, it took me half a day to realize that the queen had died, and that was really the only news I've consumed since June. I have no idea what's going on in the world around me. And my mental health is so happy about it. For the very first time in almost 20 years, I don't know shit about the news. And that's, like, great. So what's next? Well, I'm building my business as a menstrual cycle coach. I always talk to you guys about that. I'm looking for ways to expand. I want to offer free coaching for little girls to help them understand their cycle so they're not scared. I want to figure out a way to get into schools, after-school programs. I want to talk to college students about how to get more done with their schoolwork and how to up their athletic performance. I have so many dreams and goals. I'm also building a business with my best friend to help people in the news industry and media in general not burn out like I did. I want them to understand their own self-worth, to understand how to regulate their emotions, and how to walk away when the industry does not serve them anymore. And I realize that I have my work cut out for me, right? Because here's the thing about the news industry. It is like an abusive relationship. It tells you you're lucky to be here, that others would kill to have your job. Seriously, I cannot tell you how many of my bosses told me those words throughout my career. 
And all the while, you make no money, you work the shittiest possible hours, you get treated like shit by viewers, and sometimes your bosses. And I'm just here to tell you that life is too short. Now, I want to say that I am so privileged to have been able to take time off for my mental health so that I could see well enough to know I had to leave. I am so privileged to get to share my story with people online and to have people call me brave rather than berate me or call me weak because I know that that is not the story for everybody. I am so privileged to have family and friends who support me, a dog who's still here, who loves me more than anything on the planet, and I am so privileged to be healing because I know that's not the case for everybody, right? So I guess I'll just leave you with this. If you're hurting, tell someone. If life feels too much, tell someone. Fuck, tell me. I will talk to you. I will try to help you as best as I can. Because like I said, life is just too short not to be living it to the fullest, to not be taking advantage of all the beauty around you, and to be wasting away doing something that does not light you up anymore. So I left my 15-year career as a news anchor These are the lessons I have learned. If you want to talk or connect with me, find me on Instagram at Leslie Draffin or at the Light Within Podcast. Send me an email, hello at lesliedraffin.com. Just know, babes, you are not alone, no matter how alone you feel. And honestly, remember, seriously, this phrase got me through so much shit this summer, that there is no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I love you. I'll see you next time.